This is the reality. Hello there, welcome indeed to The Reality. It's so good to be with you once again. My name is Dudley Anderson. The Reality is a half an hour talk show talking about the reality of life as found in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. It tells us in Colossians 2 verse 17 that the ways of man, the things we face in the world and our traditions are about a shadow. The reality can only be found, however, in Jesus Christ. On The Reality, we talk to people from all walks of life who've had their lives touched and changed by the reality of Jesus. If you've had an experience of the reality of Christ in your life, I would love to hear from you. Please email me dudley at surereality.net. Dudley at surereality.net. The Reality is produced by a listener-supported radio ministry called Sure Reality. More information at surereality.net. Jesus gave us a commission. In Mark chapter 16 from verse 15 we read, Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've acknowledged the reality of God in your life, then this, my friend, is your commission, as it is mine. Today on The Reality, I'm going to share a message that I preached in a local church entitled, Alignment for Assignment. You see, we have a kingdom assignment. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 to 10, we read, And proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay. Your assignment is the kingdom gospel, showing the love that Jesus showed, healing the sick that Jesus did, feeding the the hungry that Jesus did. This is the kingdom gospel, folks, that you and I have an assignment to perform. Today's reality was recorded in front of a live audience. Praise God. Your assignment, if you choose to accept it, I don't know about you, but I hated assignments at school. And I'm talking back, back in the 70s and the 80s. That was a long time ago. Long before the internet. And uh, we had to go down to the, the library, pull out all these books and find information on the topic. And we'd have to write it down on a scrap of paper, go home and then copy it nice and neatly on another scrap of paper and then stick it on a great big sheet of card with pictures and writing. And oh, I hated assignments. Nowadays, the kids go online and search Google, copy, paste, and off you go. Done and dusted. I hated assignments. But God has given you and me an assignment. It's an assignment for life. And it may seem like to you, it's a mission impossible. Do you choose to accept it? Come on, go into all the world. That's the great commission that Jesus has given us to preach the gospel. It's our assignment from the Lord, our assignment from the King of Kings. And we worshiped him here this morning. You see, we have a kingdom assignment. 
In Matthew chapter 10, verse 5 to 10, we read, And proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay. Your assignment is the kingdom gospel. This is the message that Jesus preached. Did you know that Jesus preached the gospel? How is that possible? I thought the gospel was the cross of Christ. How did Jesus preach the gospel if he hadn't died yet? How could he preach the gospel? Well, the gospel that Jesus preached was more than just the cross. It is the cross. That is the central theme. That is the gospel of Christ, that he died and rose again. But Jesus preached the gospel. That means he preached the good news. The good news that Jesus preached was the coming of the kingdom of heaven. And that kingdom of heaven came when the Son of God came and dwelt among us. Jesus is the coming of the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 4, 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel. See that? It says in the Bible that Jesus preached the gospel. He was an evangelist. Woohoo! He preached the gospel of the kingdom. And he healed all kinds of sickness and all kinds of de disease among the people. This is the kingdom gospel, the message of salvation and the coming of the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah. But the gospel that Jesus preached wasn't just a sweet message and a nice story. It was active and proactive. He laid hands on the sick and they recovered. The gospel, folks, is the message of healing. Laying hands upon the sick and seeing God work great miracles and signs and wonders through Jesus. Jesus preached the gospel. If we are called to preach the gospel, we need to preach and do what Jesus did. Yes? Kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, showing the love that Jesus showed, healing the sick that Jesus did, feeding the, the hungry that Jesus did. This is the kingdom gospel, folks, that you and I have an assignment to perform. This is not a mission impossible, it's a mission possible. Matthew 19, 26, Jesus looked at them and he said to them, with men all this is impossible, but with God, can you say it with me? All things are possible. Say that again. All things are possible with our mighty, sovereign, holy, omnipotent God. Now, the other thing is that we're called to preach this gospel, but we're not out there alone doing it. Jesus promised to be with us. And one of the great commissions that we read in the scriptures is found in Matthew chapter 28. And it ends in verse 20. It says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The one who preached the kingdom gospel is with you as you preach the kingdom gospel, as you lay hands on the sick, as you share the love of God wherever you go, at work, at home, here in church. He is alongside you always. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And dare I say, he will put words in your mouth. Have you ever been in a conversation where somebody else has put words into your mouth and said the things that, that you have apparently said? Well, I didn't say that, you put words in my mouth. Well, the truth of this is that the sovereign Holy Spirit will, in fact, put words in your mouth. <laughs> That's good news, because I don't have the words, only He has the words, and He will put them in your mouth. And if God's called you to share this kingdom gospel with your family, with your friends, 
with your work colleagues, with somebody standing behind you in the queue in the supermarket. Don't be afraid, it's not impossible. Holy Spirit, if you submit to him, will put the words in your mouth. He will fill your mouth with these words, okay? Hold on to that. He's with you everywhere. Therefore, make the most of every opportunity that God gives you. Hear me. Make the most of those opportunities to open your mouth and speak the word that God has put in that mouth. Maybe one word, two words, three words. My, my mathematics is bad this morning. Three words. Jesus loves you. He loved you so much that he gave his own life for you and for me and for that person to whom you say those words. So, carpe diem, seize the day. When an opportunity arises, open your mouth and speak it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And that friend, that family member, that colleague in your life will not hear the word of God unless you open your mouth and speak it. Make the most of the opportunity. Seize the day in the name of Jesus. This is God's assignment for you. God's assignment is God's will. Our God is high and exalted. He is our sovereign majesty. His will is paramount. His character is supreme. His power is unlimited. The will of God is paramount to you and to me. I want to live by the purposes of God in my life. God's purpose is God's will for you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, one of my life verses in which my ministry is based, says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Who knows the plans he has for me? Do I know the plans? No, it says, I know, that is, God knows the plans he has for you and for me. I don't know them. So I've got to seek them and track them. And that's part of my ministry that I call God tracking, tracking the plans and purposes of God for you, because he's got a plan for you. Did you know that God's plan for you was written in your life book? Did you know you have a life book? Every one of us has a book, our life book. It says in, in Psalm 139 that even in your mother's womb, before one of your days came to be, your life story was written for you. Think about that, you older folk among us. <laughs> your life was written. That entire 60, 70 years, 80 years of your life has been penned already. Young people, Jesus is writing your story. And it's in the Bible. It's not just what I'm saying. It's found in the scriptures. He's writing your story. This is God's assignment for you. Proverbs 16, 9. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. <laughs> Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will make your way straight. You see, God's purpose, God's plan for you is God's will for you. We are called to live by the will of God. I need to stay within the will of God. I cannot step out of the will of God. If I step out of the will of God, my goodness, I'm going to get undone. All right? Because God's will is God's plan for me. And if I move away from the will of God by rejecting God, by rejecting his plan, by, um, by doing things in my own way without acknowledging him, then I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to step out of the will of God. So when you're making a plan for your life, especially young folk, when you're making a plan for college, university, your future, and the rest of us, be sure that you put God in it. 
And by that I mean get down and pray. At night, you say, God, I've got an opportunity to go to this college or this university or start this job or move to a new home. Lord, I have this opportunity. I pray over it. I give it to you. I acknowledge you in this. You see, you acknowledge by the, God by the confession of your lips. You need to pray through these things in your life. Acknowledge Him in all your ways. And then go out and make the decision. Make the decision. The Bible says if you acknowledge God in all your ways, He will direct your path. But you have to make the decision. Not God. He won't make it for you. You've got to make the decision which college you're going to go to, what job you're going to take on. But if you've acknowledged God, He will direct that way. If, by accident, you make the wrong decision, as I've done <laughs> just recently. Make the wrong decision, but nevertheless have acknowledged God, He will redirect your way. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways, and He might redirect your way according to His will for your life. You see, and He will bring it about. He will always bring you back to where He planned for you to be, if you acknowledge Him and trust Him and seek Him and put your faith in Him without doubt. God's got a purpose for your life. God's purpose is God's will. We need to remain in the will of God to, to follow His purposes. And Jesus taught us that in the, in the, in the prayer. He taught us to pray, Matthew 6, 10. Your kingdom come. See, there's the kingdom gospel once again. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in my life on earth as it is done in heaven. So pray these words when you're making a decision about your future. Lord, your will be done in this decision as I make the most of this opportunity in the name of Jesus. Author K. Um, K. Arthur wrote these words. The will of God for your life is simply that you submit yourself to him each day and say, Father, your will for me today is mine. Your pleasure for today is mine. Your work for today is mine. I trust you to be God. You lead me today and I will follow. Every aspect of your life, if you've acknowledged God and trust Him to direct you and trust that He's in it, He will direct that opportunity. He will direct that, that uh, possibility that you might have to share the good news, the gospel, the kingdom gospel of Jesus Christ. God's will for you is to follow His purposes for your life, even when things go wrong. And when they do go wrong, God's purposes will prevail if you've acknowledged Him. Because God does everything on purpose. Romans 8, 20, 28 to 29. And we know, that in all the, we know that for those who love the Lord, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. God's got a purpose for you. Uh, for those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son in order that He might be the firstborn among many brothers. See, I believe the Christian life is not what will be, will be. The Christian life is what He will be, will be. We don't live a life of fate. I don't believe in fate. I believe in faith. Because God has called me to be faith-realistic and not fatalistic. 
If you've acknowledged God, then every aspect of your life will work out according to His purpose for the good in your life. It may not look like it's good today, <laughs> but tomorrow or next year you might look back and say, my, thank you Jesus for getting me through that. It was for my good. Because all things work together for God's good in your life. See, God is omniscient. That means He knows all things about all things. He knows your future, something you don't know. Therefore, He knows the plans that He has for you. And His plan for you is predestined for you. We quoted it earlier in, in Psalm 139. While you were yet in your mother's womb, every day was already planned for you. You see, because God is there already. He's already in tomorrow. I can't get my head around that, but he's there already. And if he's there already, then he's planned and he's, he has purposed your life. And he's got that plan set out for you. He has a foreknowledge predestined for you if you acknowledge him in all of your ways. Praise God. In God, every detail of your life is planned. In God, every detail of your life will be great. You're listening to The Reality, produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. We depend on the generous gifts of our listener to produce this program. You can help reach millions of folks with the sure reality of the message of Jesus by becoming a Sure Reality Vision Partner. To partner with us, please visit the website, surereality.net, and click on Become a Vision Partner. You're listening to The Reality. My name's Dudley Anderson, so good to be with you. Well, if you've just joined us, I'd like to encourage you to drop me an email, if you will, dudley at surereality.net. If you have any questions or perhaps any comments of anything we've said so far, I would love to receive an email from you. Write to me, dudley, that is D-U-D-L-E-Y, at surereality.net. Today on The Reality, I'm sharing a word that I brought to a local church about being equipped for your assignment to spread the gospel of the kingdom. Your alignment for assignment. So far, we've chatted about how if you know Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you have a great commission to go into all the world and to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus. We've noticed that the gospel of Jesus is indeed the message of the cross, that Jesus died and rose again to free us from the bondage of sin and death and to make a way for all who call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. This is the gospel, the message of Christ. However, we also noticed that Jesus himself preached the gospel even before his death on the cross. Therefore, the full gospel is the full message of Christ, all that Jesus did, all that he said in bringing the kingdom of God to us, including the cross and his resurrection. This is the gospel of the kingdom. By his word and through the imminence of the Holy Spirit, we are equipped to share this message of the gospel everywhere we go. Jesus has not left you alone. He's with you by the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. He's promised to be with you to the ends of the earth. He has a plan to use you to make the most of every opportunity to share His love with the world. So let's continue chatting today on The Reality as I continue to share this word with you about His alignment for your assignment. Today is The Reality recorded in front of a live audience. Hallelujah. You are God's masterpiece. Say after me, I am a masterpiece. 
of the hand of the Creator. <laughs> God has painted you. He's turned you into His masterpiece. I know that because the Scripture tells me. Ephesians 2, verse 10. We are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. Good works which God prepared, listen, beforehand that we should walk in them. Oh, I'm getting excited here. Praise God, because God ain't finished with me yet. God's not finished with you yet, or you yet, or you yet. God has got a plan for you. It could be simply one word that will change your life. Do you know if you change one life, you change the world. You change the world through those eyes. Make the most of every opportunity. Jesus, thank you, Lord. God's workmanship created for good works. You see, when we preach the gospel, our motive is to share the love of God. If people reject what you're sharing with them, if your family member says, no, it's not for me, well, then you've done what you've been commanded to do, okay? And you shared it because you love them, but the choice is theirs. Don't hold back because you think people will reject your words and your message. Don't hold back that good news. Don't sit on that abundant life without telling somebody because you're afraid they're going to laugh at you and mock you or turn their back on you. Well, that's their decision. But you share that good news because God has commanded you to do it. We're under a commission. We have a mission from the Most High to share that good news. God's purpose for you is to pray for the sick and encourage the lonely, the destitute, and the depressed. God's purpose for you is to offer folks what you have found in the grace of God. God's purpose for you is to bring people into this incredible building, come on, so that they can sit under the sound of the Word of God and be healed. Amen. Bring them in. Bring in your family members. Bring in your neighbors. Just invite them. If they say, no, it's not for me, well, at least you've done your bit. All right? But they might say, okay, and they'll come in. And they'll enjoy this place and get the gospel, the good news of Jesus. Make the most of this opportunity, church. And they will be drawn into it. They will want to come here because there's faith, hope, love, because there's abundant life. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life is found here. They want to come in, and they will want to hear the gospel and the message of Jesus. So, your assignment, if you choose to accept it, is to proclaim the kingdom of heaven is at hand. To heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons. Do it, church! Don't be afraid to lay hands upon the sick. I speak to myself too, because I, you know, I believe in healing, 100%, and I've seen some healing in my life, but I'm still a bit nervous when somebody comes forward to pray for healing, and thought, is he, are you really going to heal him or not? You know, uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll lay hands on him anyway. Just do it. Don't be afraid to pray for the sick. Make the most of every opportunity. This is the kingdom gospel. This is the gospel that Jesus preached. The gospel that you and I are called to preach. Lay hands on the sick. We want to see healing. We want to see miracles. I want to come into this church the next time I come and see people full of the Holy Spirit. Church, get your alignment for assignment this morning. God's got a plan for you. Come on, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. God's will for you is to receive power for your purpose. 
But you may think this is a real tough call. You may think this is impossible. I just said laying hands upon the sick is a scary thing. See, the Christian faith is contrary to human nature. We're called to be last, to be first. We're called to give, to receive. We're called to die, to live. We're called to love our enemies. It's an upside down kingdom. It may be a tough call to get out there and trust God to do what only God can do. But the truth is that God is great. And he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. It may seem a, a tough call to proclaim the kingdom gospel, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, and cast out the demons. So how, how can we do this? You may think you're too shy to pray for somebody or tell them about Jesus. Maybe you feel you don't have the gift of the gab to stand up on the street corner and preach the gospel. But let me share a scripture with you. Zechariah 4 verse 6. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Zerubbabel was a humble guy. Perhaps he was even a little timid. And he went to the king of, uh, of uh, Persia, King Darius I, and he begged King Darius to let his people return to Jerusalem to build the temple. When they got there, Jeremiah, um, I'm sorry, Zerubbabel didn't know where to begin. See, I can imagine that he compared himself to King David and King Solomon. Perhaps he thought he didn't have the wherewithal to build this temple. He might have thought he didn't have the might or strength of David. Or he didn't have the power or influence and wealth of King Solomon. This is why God sent Joshua, the high priest who was a prophet, to go up to old Zerubbabel and say to him, my friend, it's not by your wherewithal, it's not by your might or power, not by your skill set or your talents or your abilities, it's not by your education, it's by the Holy Spirit that you will build this temple. I say to you this morning, it's by the Holy Spirit that you will build in this part of God's kingdom. It's by the Holy Spirit that you'll share the kingdom gospel. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit, Paraclete, who's with you, that you'll bring people into this church building and see this place packed with God-hungry people from wall to wall, from door to door, hungry for the message of the love of God. Thank you, Jesus. Not by power, not by might, but by the Holy Spirit, you will receive alignment for your assignment. Remember, grace is God's doing. I've taught that here before. Grace is God's doing. God did it for you when Jesus died upon the cross, and he will do it for you through his empowerment upon your abilities to do his will and to share this message. The Holy Spirit is your source and is your resource. You can do all things through Christ. Philippians 4:13. All things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus instructed his disciples to proclaim the kingdom gospel, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. This is your assignment too, folks. Jesus instructed his disciples to preach the good news, the message of the kingdom of heaven, the coming of Messiah, his death and resurrection. This is your assignment too, folks. Your assignment takes place at home, at work, in the supermarket, 
in the coffee shop, here in church, in the mission field, wherever you find yourself. This is the will of God for your life. God's will is your assignment. By His Word and by His Holy Spirit and through His grace, you will have power to go for it. Just go for it. Let's pray. It's really been good today sharing with you just a short word about your alignment for assignment. If you have any questions, please write to me by email, dudley at surereality.net. The Reality is produced by a listener-supported radio ministry called Sure Reality. You can find out more at our website, surereality.net. From me, Dudley Anderson, to you as always, keep walking in the reality of Christ. Christ.